Are you curious how to get started with intuitive eating? Do you want to eat more mindfully so that you can develop healthier eating habits? Are you ready to ditch the diets and eat in a way that feels good and is sustainable? Well, tune in for this episode today as I go over my top three tips to get started with intuitive eating so that you can start to eat more mindfully and develop those healthier eating habits. Hi friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, Mama Four, a military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're gonna look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. So today I'm excited to talk about this topic of intuitive eating and really taking a more mindful approach to eating. So intuitive eating is an approach that emphasizes listening to your body's natural hunger and fullness cues. So we're in a culture where we're constantly bombarded with food, we're bombarded with images, with commercials towards us, and it gets really confusing and it takes away tuning into our body. So in intuitive eating, we want to eat in a way that feels nourishing and satisfying. And it also takes a non-diet approach to food. So it rejects that idea of having strict rules and restrictions around eating. And it is also based on the idea that our bodies are equipped to regulate our food intake when we can tune into our body signals of that hunger and fullness and really a way to provide a healthy relationship with food and with our body image. A lot of us have these strict rules around food and we think that we can't have something or something's bad or something's good and it really helps to break some of those ideas down. Intuitive eating is going to reject that diet mentality. It's going to help you to honor your hunger and fullness cues, make peace with food, not feel like it's the enemy, and really discover a satisfying way to eat. So it really takes an approach that is going to prioritize your mental and emotional health and really a great non-diet way to tune into your eating. So these are just going to be a few tips from intuitive eating to get you started. So the first one, tip number one, is know your hunger and fullness. So a lot of times when I'm working with clients, I find that they're not even aware of when they're hungry or when they're full. So knowing how to recognize those signals. And a lot of us won't notice the different areas of feeling full. It's either like we don't feel anything or we feel that like overly stuffed, we ate too much. So really being able to take a step back and start to notice that. And the same thing with hunger. A lot of us are so busy that we put off some of those first hunger cues and then we end up hangry where we just need to eat something. So we have to start to tune in to our body. In my nutrition course, I have a module in there that helps my clients discover what that hunger and fullness is and some different tools that they can use so they can start to become aware of when they're hungry and when they're full. And this is really a basic principle when you're trying to eat healthy. Because if you're not aware of when you're hungry or when you're full, 
How do you know when to stop eating? How do you know when to start eating? So it's a really good principle to start with that anybody can do. So tip number two is before you start intuitive eating, you really need to ditch your sugar cravings because if you have sugar cravings ruling what you're eating, you're not going to be able to eat intuitively. And it's the same thing with emotional eating. If you're emotionally eating, you're not going to be able to intuitively listen to your body. It's going to be screaming that I need sugar. I am stressed. I just need something. And that's not really in tune with what our body needs. So you have to first get a way to get a handle on those sugar cravings, that emotional eating, so that you then can use intuitive eating and become in tune with your body and what it really needs. So just because our body is craving sugar, for most of us, most of the time, it doesn't need sugar. We're not in a threat situation where we need something really quick. In my nutrition course, I have a few different modules about sugar cravings and episode number five on the podcast. And I think I have another episode too. I'll link down below about sugar cravings. And this is just really important to make sure that you are getting a handle on first so that you can tune into your body and listen to those cues of what it needs. Tip number three is becoming aware of how food makes you feel. So most of us are really out of touch with our body. We're out of touch with our feelings that we're not aware how food makes us feel. So we want to start to become more mindful so we can develop this positive relationship with food. So for an example, I had a client that started having a smoothie for breakfast that had protein in it, was a really nutrient-dense smoothie, had fat in it. And once my client started doing this, they noticed a big change in their energy and the way they were feeling. So when we can start to tune into, hey, this is something that actually makes me feel energized, makes me feel better, then you're starting to become aware of what your body needs. The same goes if you're having a bowl of oatmeal for breakfast, that's a great whole food breakfast. But if you're sort of feeling hungry two hours later or your energy is dipping in the afternoon, is that bowl of oatmeal making you feel good or not? And really being able to look at this. And the first thing you need to do is really just drawing awareness into how things are making you feel. So that might mean you need to pause. You need to eat slower. You really need to come in tune with how the different food that you're eating is making you feel. And also how that food is making you feel quickly. So right within that 15 minutes. But also how is that food making you feel a couple hours or later in the day? Because we need to look at that longer term picture too. Because we can say, man, that sugar makes me feel so good right away. But if we look at it two hours later, maybe we're having that energy crash. Maybe we still didn't actually deal with what was bothering us. And then we're just grabbing for something else. So maybe it didn't really make us feel better. One of the things that I noticed for myself that made a big difference is when I started having my smoothie and started putting Organifi's green juice in there. And it really helped my energy. I'm not a caffeine person. And I the first time I used it, I had a lot of stress going on. We just moved. So I got Organifi's green juice to try it out. And it made a big difference in my energy levels. And that's because it has adaptogen herbs in it. And it's packed with healthy dose of nutrition and micronutrients, all these little things that we don't think about. And it made me feel better. But I was able to step back and notice that. I was able to test it out. 
have days where I don't drink it and have days where I do. And I was really able to come in tune with my body and what made it feel good. So I'll also put a link down below for my five favorite smoothie recipes that I use for myself and for my family. And these smoothie recipes help to balance your blood sugar. So it's going to have protein and fat in there so that you're not going to get a huge blood sugar spike. So if you guys want to check that out, the link is down below. And it's a really great way to get a big dose of nutrition in and balance your blood sugars. And like me, you can add that Organifi green juice in if you want an extra dose of nutrients and natural energy. And if you guys want to try out Organifi, you can head to their website and use the code HEALTHY20, and that's going to save you 20% or 35% if you sign up for a subscription. And they have a 60-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. And that was one of the reasons why I tried it. I'm like, hey, if this doesn't work, I'm just going to get a refund. Um, but I ended up liking it, so I didn't need to do that. All right, so this is all for today. So I'm just going to review this real quick. So when you're eating intuitively, you're becoming in tune with your body and what it actually needs, what actually nourishes it. So number one is start to notice those hunger and fullness cues. So becoming aware of your body and what's going on. Number two, making sure that you've ditched the sugar cravings and emotional eating so that you can actually tune into your body. Because if you're having those cravings, if you don't have another outlet besides eating when you're stressed or emotional, you're not going to be able to tune into your body and what it actually needs. Tip number three is starting to become aware of how food makes you feel. Again, and all of these have one thing in common. It's really pausing to tune into your body and what's going on. So really paying attention. And we're in such a fast-paced culture, and I'm guilty of this too, of not really paying attention. So we have to slow down. We have to listen to our body. And for some of us, maybe we've been told to push through the pain, to basically ignore all these cues in our body. But our body can give us valuable information, and we basically have to relearn how to listen to our body. All right, so I hope that this was helpful, and I hope you guys can find one tip or principle or a little something to implement so that you can start taking some action because information is nothing. We need to take that next step to actually see results and keep moving forward in our health. Friends, I hope this episode inspired you to take one more step forward in your health. I would love it if you could share this podcast so we can have a bigger impact on even more lives. Just take a picture of this episode and share it on social media or with a friend and tag me. It's hard to be healthy in a culture that is surrounded by fast food and sugar. So be part of my free health community and join my private Facebook group. The link is down below. Being healthy can be hard, but with the right tools and support, you can do this.